I'm not saying that you are in fact correct. I am saying that the possibility exists wherein you might have a point, including but not limited to this one. But that does not exclusively imply and or guarantee that you do. I don't have a response. <laughs> I'm like, what did he say? Gavin, guess what? What's up? It's the MLS Now podcast. I'm your host, Russell. You can find me on social media at Mr. Danger Russ. You can find the podcast on social media at MLS Now Podcast. Gavin can be found on social media at Lions Blog One. Gavin, I have been saying for years, years, Gavin, literally years, and no one fact checked me on this because I've been saying it for years, and you can just trust me on that source. Trust me, bro. Uh, you know, but Gavin, you might be wondering to yourself, what have I been saying all this time? And I've frequently been saying that uh, transfer fees are wage theft. We've been talking about this quite a bit recently. I, I keep bringing this up in like every group chat. And, you know, with the lack of changes to the MLS rosters, I was thinking to myself, what would be the easiest way to get more spend on a roster and I'm like, well, not including transfer fees. And then I really got to thinking about it, right? And I'm like, wait a second. When you go, you have to buy down a player's transfer fee. Okay, but let's say you get a guy and you're like, oh, we really want to sign him, but you know, we can't spend more than one and a half million a year on him. So we can sign him for $3 million, spread across three years for $1 million a year. And then we can pay him $500,000. That $1 million that you're using to buy down the player on that one and a half, you know, million dollar asset, right? On that transfer fee it isn't going to the player. It's not going to anyone else on your team. It's not going to anyone else in the league. It's just magically going into, you know, the space time and artificially shrinking your roster budget. It's robbing potential wages and salaries from the rest of the players. Gavin, am I, am I completely off base on this or uh, have we realized that maybe the players are not part of the bourgeoisie after all, and they're part of the proletariat? That's a good way to put it. Bourgeoisie versus proletariat. Uh, no, look, I agree that an impact of the transfer fees being included in the calculation is wage theft for players. Like, as you so beautifully put it, I will give an example. Player gets signed for $2 million and is put on a $1 million salary. The way I understand it is MLS calculates that as a hit towards the salary cap as $1.5 million. Because, per year, right? Because they do the two million plus the one million, then they divide it in half. Is that right? Or do they amortize it and then divide well, it in well, half? Well, it's it's spread across the life of the contract up to three years, is my understanding. So that transfer fee so it's three years would be like so. Let's say it's three know. million and one million to make it easy. So it's right. then three million spread across three years mm -hmm. is one million plus one million a year contract. So that's two million a year. And then now they're a designated player. It's just two million a year. They don't divide it by two. What do you mean? If the wages are one million, I thought they took the average of the transfer. No, 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 no. Amortize. And then they took the salary. No, no, no. So the transfer fee. Let's say you have to pay three million dollars, right? So that transfer fee, you sign them out, and let's say one million, one million, one million contract. Yeah, yeah, one million, one million, one million, and then you take their one million dollar a year salary and add that to the $1 million a year that they're supposed to be paying for a transfer fee. Mm -hmm. The thing is, at that price, they're a designated player. So your example does not work in this case, Gavin, because they would only hit for the roster budget for $600,000 or whatever a designated player hits because, you know, a designated player doesn't well, yeah, for the full yeah. budget. But if we... It, well, it's just an example, right? So if we did $3 million, An example that doesn't And work. we took away the transfer fee, right? This is what you're getting into. 
took away the transfer fee. Instead of using a DP slot, at that point you're using TAM and you have a DP slot open. So then you can go get another DP for six million or one million and you give them a high salary. I don't know. You sign Shakiri for free and you give him seven million a year or whatever they give him. I don't know. But like point being, tra- I th- I th- we might need to look at the rules, Russell. Because I think they do, they 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 split the two in half. No, 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 no. You amortize the cost of the contract across the life of the contract. Okay. Up to okay. three years. I might look into that, but okay. Um. Either way. Now you can buy down the contract as well using GAM. But here's the thing, Gavin. If you can only buy GAM down so much. Buy, yeah, and if you're using GAM to buy down the contract, you're still taking salary cap that you could have used to pay other players and give them better contracts. And you're instead buying down the wages of just one specific player. And it's not even going to that player. It's going towards the transfer fee that you paid towards them that you've probably already paid as a club. That money's already gone. That, you know, that check cleared already, or maybe you're on like some installments and it's like, well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't benefit any of the players. It's just, it's fake money at that point. So one of the biggest rule changes that could be very easy to make and could enhance the amount of spend to be able to be used by teams across the league is taking away transfer fees from the salary cap. Is that what you're saying? I would say yes. And here's the thing, Gavin, if you you can leave the salary cap exactly where it is. okay, Mm -hmm. And if you took transfer fees out of it, you're. I can spend $10 million and it doesn't matter how it's only, I give them a million a year and I'm using Tam. Right. If your, if your total resources add up to $10 million and right now you're paying say $2 million a year in salary cap to buy down these various contracts to make them Tam players or to make them, you know, GAM players or whatever, that's still money. That's not going to the players. So instead of really, yeah, it's wage theft what i'm saying uh, yeah i've been saying it for as long as i can remember gavin and i can remember very you can far remember back, as, as far back as three or four days ago really. yeah yeah pretty far back honestly i can't pretty remember far back days ago. i don't remember many people who can remember past breakfast honestly honest, yeah so it's pretty it's pretty bad no um Not anyone who's in the working world at least yeah so don garber should hire us as consultants to improve the rules because uh, that's one that could fix a lot of things very quickly. But I want to ask you this point on it because I thought about this yesterday after we talked about it. Does that take away some of the parity of the league because now your Miamis and your Galaxies who are willing to spend or NYCFC who are owned by City uh, Financial Group or whatever they're called, CFG, um, can now spend willy-nilly and get players in, it, it like increase. It, it causes a power shift if you do that, right? If you take away the transfer, it does though. Call let's think about Colorado. This for a second, Colorado, Colorado yeah. will not spend as much as Los Angeles. Gavin, Colorado doesn't spend on transfer fees anyways. If you give both teams a $10 million salary cap and a Los Angeles goes out and spends $30 million on transfer fees, they still have to go spend that on money on players who would accept Mm -hmm. contracts where if they're like, oh, you just paid $10 million for me, but you only want to pay me $500,000 a year. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, That's and if they want a bunch of money, then they go and get a DP. And there's already a rule for that. You already get three of those. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I th- I think it tilts it a little bit. Because like... It might... Orlando look, City... Look, there, are, there are strange ways that you could tilt it. Because to your point, Gavin, let's think about a world where uh, City, you know, City Group is able to say, well, we're going to just start spending tons and tons of money from Manchester City, and we're just going to send them all to NYCFC. But the thing is, Gavin, they could already do that. They could already send them to NYCFC from other city group mm-hmm. teams. Mm-hmm. They could already say, oh, well, we're you know we're all the same organization. We'll just keep the cost of the loan yeah. here 
on the club side where we already own the rights and we'll just send it for a nominal fee to NYCFC and oh it's a gam player well that's okay it's you know it's only a loan right they could already do that they just choose not to because they they don't care about NYCFC right yeah they could the literally turn NYCFC exist. into a powerhouse and they just don't they for could, some yeah. reason like the the rules exist already that would allow owners and ownership groups for that matter to do that their city group is not the only investor in a team in mls that also has teams outside of mls i mean stan Kroenke has arsenal right like if you go digging far enough you'll see some of these team owners have investments in other prestigious leagues they have access to that ability to spend without the same restrictions they would have in MLS. And if they really felt motivated, they could just send them between their teams, but they don't do that for a, a whole myriad of reasons, but they don't do that. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Do you think they would, but whatever. Okay. I think we've done that one to death. I don't know. I mean, you know it's hard to say these days. I mean, it's a it's a slow news period, I think, this time of year. I mean, we only have so many things going on, right? Like you only have some re-entry draft going on. You have pre-agency opening up. You have the MLS Super Draft coming up. You have the CONCACAF Champions Cup in February. I mean, preseason starts for some teams in January. It, not much is going on, really, in MLS, if you think about it. Yeah, re- really slow news week in MLS. You know. Extremely slow oh, news is there week. Really, is there really anything to talk about at all? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there was, uh, I, I guess there's like some free agency moves. There's rumors going on. I mean, it sounds like Miles Robinson, you know, the, the news snuck out that some eagle-eyed fans in Cincinnati spotted TQL Stadium and on the side of it said Miles for Cincy. And they clued in Tom Boggart, you know, Tommy Scoops himself on social media, some other the guy. Uh, reporters. Yeah, the guy. And it was confirmed that Miles was there in Cincinnati and is at least visiting the team. I mean, I'm thinking about it, right? Who are your top free agents in MLS and how many of them actually stick around? Like legitimately, right? Like Miles Robinson could probably go elsewhere. Maybe he sticks around in MLS if he doesn't get the right offer or maybe there's like an incentive for him to stay if it's like Greg Berhalter says, hey, we really want you to get regular playing time and we think you would get that in MLS. So maybe don't go somewhere else. I it's hard to say there's so many potential factors that go into it. But I mean, you know, that's that's a pretty notable free agent. Kai Wagner, um, you know, obviously had racism incident. Um, a good number of teams will not be interested in Wagner as a result of that. But. There are still some teams that will be interested in Wagner. Unfortunately, one of those is Cincinnati, and I, I wish that we weren't interested in him personally. Um, I don't love it. I I understand there's nuance and there's a lot of things like, you know, there's some he said, she said going on there. Uh, it was intimated that Bobby Wood also said some pretty uh, unacceptable things to him to set him off on that. But ultimately, you know, he did use a uh, racial term, admitted to that, fessed up to it, owned it. but. I mean, look, I, there's a lot of ways you can respond to someone who is saying those types of things to you. And, you know, there's many, many, many other words than those that could be used for racial slurs. So that's just me personally. I'm not a GM. There's plenty of GMs that are going to look at that and say, you know what? It was a heat of the moment thing. And we think that he could be reformed. And that's we're willing to take that risk to get a really good player. It's the nature of the beast. I I don't love it, but. I'm not in charge of all these teams. So, but so, uh, Gavin, don't let me drive the show here. Right. Like I, what am I? I'm, I'm just, I'm just a host, right? Like here you are. I, I want to hear some of your thoughts about who else you think would be interesting to see move around in MLS. Well, you've taken some of the good ones. Um, that's, that's my job. I take the low hanging fruit, Gavin. We have you on for the critical analysis, the, the critical. Yeah. Hard the, the deep thinking insight. analysis. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, Low-hanging fruit, Julian Gressel. I think we know where he's going, but Julian Gressel. Easy. Yeah. Um, It may as well be done. There's a lot of interesting names as I'm scrolling through the list here. Uh, I'll just call these out. 
and we'll just go through them. Okay, I'm done. I love no. this long pause. Thank you. <laughs> no. Um, that was phenomenal. Thank Ma- you, Gab. Maxi- Let's move on. We're going to go to... <laughs> Maxi Ruti. Okay. I, you said you had impressive free agents, Gavin. No, I said interesting. Did I say impressive? I don't I meant interesting. Maxi Ruti, Gavin, he always does good. say this as though I listen to you all the time. He always... I feel like he always does good in his first season or like his first stint at a club. And I feel like anyone who picks him up could get a really good year out of him next year. Is Danny Pereira leaving Austin? Uh, he's not on the free agency list. So maybe. Ah, okay. Oh, yeah. No, Pereira was in a super draft. He's got nowhere yeah, yeah. near enough time. Uh, never mind. I, I remember now. You you would know this, Gavin, if you listened to our super draft episode yeah. where we talked I did about not, Danny Pereira. I did not listen to it. Uh, Julian Gressel, we already called out. Josh Williams from Columbus, I think, is an interesting one. Donovan Pines, I'm surprised That's to see them one. let his contract go down. I, I could see him being a really good squad player for another team. What is Donovan Pines' salary through the MLSPA? If I recall correctly, it's quite low. Gotta be and low. while he was a because he was a young kid who came through the academy, I believe. Yeah, and if I recall correctly, again, you know, free agency rules is you can only give like a 10% raise on someone's previous contract. 202,000 guaranteed. So you could sign Donovan Pines and you could say, well, hey, we'd love to offer you more, but maximum we can offer you as a free agent is 220. Which is insane. I hate that rule. I mean, that's agree. It's, you know what it is, Gavin? We have a word to describe that type of thing. Wage theft. It's going to be the oh, yeah. title of the episode. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the crazy thing, though, is, I mean, I don't see him going outside of MLS. So some team is going to sign a phenomenal value in Donovan Pines. Yeah, some team. Yep. I mean, if, if you spend $220,000 on a depth piece that's as good as Donovan Pines, you're doing something right. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, it's not bad to have him as a starter either. No. It's more no, money you, you can spend elsewhere. Yeah. On your players, Gavin. And he's he's still young. Like, he's going to improve over the next few years. So, one to watch out for. Corey Baird and Griffin Dorsey and Matias Vera at Houston. I think it'll be interesting to see if they stay or go. I wouldn't be surprised to see them stay. Yeah, I think I saw Keeping Tabs saying on social media that... Uh, I, I think they said it was leaning towards one, if not both of them, staying, but... We'll see. I mean, again, it's many teams out there surely must have put in at least some feelers to see, hey, you know, you interested in coming over here because they had a good season. Now it's sample size of one season, but it's a really solid season in MLS. And if you think you can get them to replicate that, you're doing something right. I won't lie. I, I, I think it'll be really hard for to get that replicated. I think. What their whole career, they've kind of been average MLS players. Let's be honest. Some some sort of magic was going on at Houston this season, and Olsen just had that team cooking. You know, you go through a whole off season, you start a new season, you don't have that same momentum. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see Houston next season as a whole, and some of those players who were playing above themselves if they can replicate it maybe i'm just a pragmatist but i don't foresee it coming from a baird and dorsey but i didn't see them ever playing as good as they did last year so i don't know right well look anything can happen because mls is an insane place where uh, you can take literally nothing for granted speaking of insane places i i don't want to get too off track here gavin but have you seen what's going on with miami in their preseason uh, they signed Suarez, right? No, no, they're preseason, Gavin. They have like a million places that they're going. They're going to do a friendly in like two friendlies in like Saudi Arabia, I think. And then they're oh. going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're I playing know, um, Ronaldo. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You milk that cash cow and Messi. You take yeah, every and then, last drop out of him for sure. I don't know if you saw it as well, but I guess they're going to do a friendly against Newell's old boys as well. Mm hmm. Yep. I did hear they, that. I think they have like five friendlies on the calendar 
before Champions Cup. Like, yeah. that is ridiculous. They're going to be in shape. That's for sure. Uh, they're Gavin, they're going to be tired is what they're going to be because they're in CONCACAF Champions Cup. And as far as I know, I don't I don't think they get a bye past the initial play in rounds. Like, I, I think only three teams get a bye to the round of 16 and they're not one of them. So uh, they're going to hit the ground running with like five or six. I, who knows? They might even have like six or seven friendly scheduled. I, I feel like they're just going to say, how many people would possibly want to see Messi on different continents? And they'll probably put another one down there. Maybe they'll see if they can find a way to play another team. And I don't know, in like Argentina, or maybe they'll stop off at like Brazil along the way up. Who knows? I mean, they'll, they're going to, like you said, milk it for everything they can get out of them. Cause they only have Messi for two more years ish. Yeah. So it's the right thing to do. Good decision by the club. It's the right financial decision. They yes. hate it for the players. Yes. Yes. Sorry, I, I've derailed us entirely. We were, we were talking about free agents. We were talking about free agents. Right. Um, you had a very short list, you said. No, it wasn't short. I was just going through the list and picking out names that I saw that were interesting. Any other interesting names jump out to you? Oh, plenty. Kellen Acosta, Maxime Cropot. Kellen Acosta. Diego will... Palacios. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, LAFC is going to lose a lot. Well, yeah, potentially. We could see a lot of resigning. I think Kellen Acosta will move. Personally, I, I, mm-hmm. I think he'll move somewhere. Possibly, yeah. Crepo won't. I, I think he'll stay. Yeah. Palacios. It could be time. One. It could be time. He's been there for a while. He has been there for a while. A lot of teams could do worse than go sign Palacios. Yeah. Uh, Brocky Yard in Montreal. I think... He will probably leave, but I think I he could be you. a sneaky good pickup for, for a couple teams out there. Yeah, Montreal, I'm surprised more players aren't trying to jump ship right now. They've already gotten it's... rid of all of them. <laughs> I mean, they had an exodus last season. Yeah. But they still have more they could get rid of. They don't even have a coach yet. Yeah, they're a dumpster fire. This is, this is going to be their what? Their third coach in two years? Yeah, and it's really ownership. I mean, fans don't like the owners. Nancy didn't like the ownership. Clearly, the players aren't happy. But I mean, play, players are smart. Players aren't stupid. They they don't want to go somewhere where they can see that it's a mess. Yeah, and players, I'm assuming, all talk to each other. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They know. Yeah. You know, they, they have colleagues. They have peers who say, oh, yeah, I'm over it. CF Montreal and it's a absolute, you know, hot mess express over here. Mm-hmm. Don't I buy mean, a ticket to this. Like the the players that meet for MLSPA um or the uh what is it called the is it Black Players for Change or what is Black it called? Black Players for Change, yeah. Black Players for mm-hmm. Change, like there's all sorts of unions and events and things going on and then you're playing these players and you've probably played with these players in the past at some point or or you know some like there's a lot of connections and networking going on within these MLS circles. So if there if if players even smell something going on at a club, they're not gonna they're not gonna want to yeah, join. They're gone. Yeah. So mm-hmm. and I don't blame them. Montreal, they're in for a, a rough few seasons coming up. So and they they, they really yeah. have had a rough go of things this last decade. Then they had that one good season last year. Right. Or two seasons ago. Yeah. Pushed his way out. No, that's a shame. Yeah, it is a shame. You, I, I've been in that position. uh, As we all know, I've been in that position as a fan. It it sucks. Yeah. Awful. Hard, hard to, yeah. Hard to be in that place. I I feel for the fans. I don't feel for ownership. No, 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 never. But fans hate the owner. Right. Yeah. Should so. tell you all you need to know. Yep. Um, McCarty. I don't. Dax. Dax, Dax McCarty from yeah. Nashville. The legend himself. How old is he? Thirty-seven. Something like that. I. I don't know. I I think he could be a good pickup for almost any team in the league, but not to play. Like limited minutes. You know, you would stick him in the Open Cup game that doesn't exist for MLS this year. 
we'll get to that topic. I know we, I know you did an episode on it, but I do have a take. Uh, we've, we have talked on this so many times, Gavin, and I, I will tell you right okay, now. Okay, so fans don't want to hear it anymore. St- no, 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 Gavin. Not only do they absolutely, I think, want to hear it, but I don't think it will ever get old to talk about the shambles that is the decision-making process to pull out of the U.S. Open Cup by MLS. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Hey, if you have something to say right now, uh, Gavin, you can drop it right here. I just think it is clear to me that MLS is 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 position it's positioning itself to to try and be like the NFL it, or, or the NBA it just it seems to be positioning itself in a way to where they just want they want to be top dog in the United States they want a closed system they don't want to deal with USL they don't want to deal with open cup they want to control everything. Um, they'll do Leagues Cup because Liga MX is a way for them to make money. You know, oh, we can do Battle of the Leagues and, you know, we'll we'll collaborate and, and we'll make money that way. But we don't want to do that with USL. There's no money there. Who cares about who cares about the history? Who cares about the tra- tradition? Who cares about any of it? You know, oh, there's not as much interest. Okay, we'll cut it off. And uh, yeah, on it, obviously, obviously there wasn't as much interest in Open Cup. But like, it's a competition. Like, it's not like there's a there's a Champions Cup spot on the line. It's not just a a throwaway competition that nobody cares about. Like, if your team didn't take it seriously, I'm sorry for you. You know, teams should be taking it seriously. It's a it's a real trophy to win. Teams that have won the trophy celebrate it. They, they they put it in their trophy cabinet. It's a it is a real thing. And for MLS to just take that away and say, oh, we're too good for that. To me, there it's just a positioning of a closed system, closed minded, and it's really poor decision making. It's really selfish, and they're just trying to position themselves to be a closed system. And I don't even care if there's no promotion relegation or if they eventually set up a promotion relegation, but it would be an MLS promotion relegation. They would have 40, 42 clubs or whatever and and have 20 and two leagues of 20 and 22 or something like that, just going up and down from there. So I, I don't like it. There's, it's not a collaborative effort and it was really, as an MLS fan, it was really hard to, to take. So I'm kind of rambling at this point, but it was it was hard to, to look at that decision and go, hmm, I'm a fan of this. I'm supposed to support this. And I will still support it, but it leaves a sour taste in the mouth. I, I'm not a fan of it at all. I will say, Gavin, I will not support their decision, personally. Um, I don't think you're saying you support their decision. I think you're saying you'll still support your team in MLS, but, uh, um, and I'll support the league, but I don't support this decision. Yeah. I, I don't think it's necessarily, they're trying to set up a closed shop. Gavin, I think what they're trying to do is just control Messi mania because I would bet you the second Messi's gone, or if Messi wasn't in the league, they would still be in us open cup because think about the amount of money they aren't going to make in a match that is U.S. Soccer Federation controlled if Messi's playing. If Miami goes and they sell out Hard Rock Stadium in Florida for a match that is not MLS related and for which Apple does not have the broadcasting rights. They're losing that money. Yeah, the league doesn't make that money. Apple doesn't make that money. I think well, I think it's I think that's strictly, what I mean from a close. Trying, Sorry, go ahead. Well, I, I think strictly it's just trying to not let anyone else enrich themselves off Messi, which I I don't love because I think it takes away from the great tradition of the U.S. Open Cup. But that's what I think their motivation is personally. Yeah, so I, th- I think we're saying the same thing, just two different ways. You're focusing on Messi, right? I'm focusing on. They they don't want to, they don't want other people getting in their way, right? 
And so I don't think it's necessarily other people in their way. I, I think if Messi were to be out of the league, they would just go back to playing in the U.S. Open Cup. I don't know. I would hate to to think it was just down to Messi. I would hate that. You gotta be, be more cynical than that, Gavin. Gotta be as cynical as Eat possible. That. Think about it. We were talking about wage theft early in this episode. What goes <laughs> along perfectly with wage theft? Burning bridges behind you so that no one else can get rich. I think that's what I mean, though. Like, like there's no collaboration with USSF, with usl like none of it. it it's it's mls only i think that's what I, that, right. that is what i mean by i agree with you closed system regard. yeah and so i think yes. a symptom of that could be well is messy the the lack of messy money for usf ussf sorry right lack of messy money for the players in the league too i guarantee no you this roster spend i guarantee you they had budgeted they had in their budget making money on the mess, the Miami games. Probably making lots of money. They probably made good money in the semifinal and final. I'm sure they did, because Gavin, I will tell you, those ticket prices were not cheap at primary. Like if you were the initial buyer, they weren't cheap. And if you resold them, they became even less cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it so. started to become, you know, depending on where you were selling tickets to. Two tickets might turn into a car payment. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Which is, yeah, two tickets might turn into a season ticket or half of a season ticket for someone. Yeah. What can you do? Um, I boycott, protest. Yeah, all the things. Uh, some other interesting names. Yeah, let's go back to free agents. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta, gotta get that sour taste out of the mouth. Demir Krylock. This is gonna be, oh, Demir Krylock is a fun one. Yeah. Can, can we do this for the whole episode where we talk about random free agents and then just, you know, <laughs> Veer occasionally off. talk? Yeah, occasionally go on a complete tangent in a completely sure. unrelated direction. I, I think this should be the new format. Mm-hmm. Every single episode. <laughs> just one. Every single episode is just like two guys being dudes at this point, <laughs> being like naming random names in a conversation over the Internet and occasionally talking about something else. And it's going to be like. We're going to talk about like, you know, pick your poison. We're going to talk about like some random like promotional menu item at McDonald's some week. And we're going to be like, hey, you see the new international menu at McDonald's? It came back three years later. Speaking of which, hey, I really want the international menu at McDonald's back. I I know we're going away from free agents and I want to come back to Demir Krylock again. But I've I've brought us, you know, to the, the McDonald's international menu, which I miss. And it was really good. And I hope it comes back. One day, Demir Krylock. Do you th- do you think he stays? Do you think he's over it at RSL? He wasn't really like a like a um. He's he wasn't a key player for. I know he was injured, but he wasn't a key player for them this season. Like he's been in the past. Like they seem to have moved on from him. Yeah, I think when when Krylock and uh, oh who was it Rusnak? Yeah, and Albert Rusnak split up. When they were together on RSL, like it was a wonderful partnership. Like legitimately, you saw phenomenal synergy between them. Uh, I know if you're a fantasy MLS player, you probably got a lot of good returns. You would just put Crylock and Rusnak in your team, and you'd be like, "They're going to get me a bunch of points because RSL tends to not concede very much, and they were creative with both of them there." So, I yeah, I, I think Crylock might need. A change of scenery i i could see him staying but at the same time i think there are plenty of teams that could also benefit and slot him in and they would probably be all the better for it yeah it's gonna be interesting to see where he goes okay jimmy montero is another name that's popping out to me yeah montero is one that i would not mind at all as a uh I, I honestly as just about anyone I, I think Montero would be really good I, I think Cincinnati especially could use him I think he brings a lot of good like forward thinking to teams so any teams that need like a good eight or maybe like a slightly attacking midfielder but not a sole attacking midfielder he would be a good addition to I feel so. like he's really good at carrying the ball I feel like he's a carrier and he carries it 
forwards into the attacking third. I think that's like his best role. And right. he I progresses think the ball through carrying. Yeah. Progressive carries. And I think a place that clearly could use that well is Nashville. Oh, Ooh, like I they have Hani. That's a good call. Yeah. And like, you know, they do their transition. He's a Montero's really good at pressing. And then just getting the ball to the final third. Nashville need that consistently, game after game, getting the ball up there in the transition and then getting it to Hani or uh, getting it to Leal. Um I would love to see a midfield that includes Montero and Leal that then feeds a Hani and Surridge in front of them. That could be very exciting. I mean, Leal has been the only midfield connector for Nashville, and he's also frequently injured. So when he's out, there's no way to connect the back line to Hani. And then you get, you know, I we're going to bring it up again, the iconic example of like, Sam Surridge, Hani Mukhtar, and Walker Zimmerman charging up the field in League's Cup three against like iconic. 10. Iconic. It will never go away. Never. Ever. And it ended in a goal. Just and it iconic. ended in a goal. I mean, that that's honestly the biggest travesty about it because that told Gary Smith, this works. And <laughs> yeah, right. never got away from it. If that didn't end in a goal... I mean, maybe you see something finally change, but it ended in a goal and that it locked Gary Smith in. He's got at least five more years in Nashville. He's like, oh, let's try it by, by sending two people forward, which is what he did yeah. against Orlando City in the playoffs. <laughs> and then he's like, well, two didn't work. Maybe it's odd numbers. Let's try one. Let's try one. <laughs> can Hani do it alone? At times he can, but. Right. It's the real shame of it, right? Yep. Oh, man. Is there anyone else? Richie Larea, maybe? Or Lai? No. I don't know if Larea is that interesting as a free agent, if I'm being honest. Really? Yeah. He I probably we'll stays in Vancouver. Like yeah. He just got there. I love this. Yeah. I love this. Not available. Not, not playing for a club. Dom Dwyer. Option declined. <laughs> no. Who declined Dom his Dwyer? who declined his option? He's not playing for anybody. <laughs> wow. Color me shocked. Next you're gonna tell me Breck Shea is out of contract as well. No, he's not out of contract. He's option declined. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, he's too busy playing for TST, so with uh Jeff Cameron. Michael Nelson, never heard of him. Also option declined. And Colin Warner. Out of contract. Interesting. Dudes being dudes, naming random guys. Dude, guys being dudes, naming random guys. You know, I want to go back to Jeff Cameron real quick and about TST, Gavin. What do you think of TST? And because they say they want to make it even bigger this year. They want to do a men's and a women's TST. And they keep bringing Jeff Cameron's name in on it because I think he's pretty interested and he might actually be a part of it, question mark. I, I don't recall exactly but do you think tst is like the seven on seven quick-sided um easy to digest game could be good for building up maybe just like an initial like wedding people's appetite for like soccer and like should there be a vested uh, interest in promoting tst from a professional soccer standpoint to just get people in on it yeah or like on youtube it's free People love that price, by the way. The only problem, I guess, is people will watch that fast-paced soccer and be like, oh, this is fun. And then they get into a full 90-minute game and think, oh, this is boring. You know what I mean? Like, it's Are you a projecting, g- Gavin? Maybe. It's a good... <laughs> it's a good... It, it is a good way to get people into the sport, um, especially if you include their favorite streamer or whatnot right um right like they do over in england with the charity match with like yeah the guy pulling out the uno reverse card yeah 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 iconic stuff like that all over social media that kind of stuff can get people into soccer a little bit and get people 
uh, poking their nose around and stuff like that. So, yes. How about this, though, for an idea? Okay, lay it on. This is the next big thing for, for professional soccer. Professional over 40s. Okay. Yep, hear me out. Hear me out. I'm, I'm okay. still listening. Go ahead. You haven't lost me yet. Minimum age is 40. Must be retired from professional soccer. And you, you watch. You watch all the stars of the past play until they're like 50 to 60 years old. Come on. No, come I, on. Okay. Dude. I don't need to see Yopstam go two footed in on like a 58 <laughs> year old, you know, like. Tier no, no, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't need to see guys from like NASL, um, you know, getting two footed by Yopstam. However, I like your idea, Gavin, and I think it would be much more fun if they were just exclusively not like you go out and find random people off the street who know soccer and just like broadcast, you know, some pickup games. Uh, but tell them there's like a prize to like get people really in on it. Oh, yeah. Because I, I would love to see more like casual soccer. Casual like, soccer. Uh, yeah. But I, I love this idea of an over 40s league because, you know, that'd be very interesting. Or like former like high school and college athletes, like specifically Soccer players who never went pro. Okay, so ne- so the rule is over 40, never went pro. And from there, you just pick your teams. Right, yeah. And you can do like, a, you can do some sort of like draft. And, you know, draft a team. Yeah. I was going to say like Usain Bolt, because, but, but he did play pro. Um, didn't he play did pro he? in like Australia? I this would be the ultimate trivia question in a bar. I'm pretty sure Usain Bolt um, played pro soccer for a few games and he was terrible. And um, soccer career. Hey, you know who he never... had? Tr- he had trials with Borussia Dortmund in Central Coast Mariners, but was not offered a professional contract by either team. Oh, okay. I hey, why don't you look up Chad Johnson? Did he play? Ocho Cinco? Yeah. No. Never oh. professionally, as far as I know. But he uh I think he like at one point did train with like Sporting Kansas City. Chad Johnson soccer. Yeah. He's Chad Johnson is a great proponent of the sport. Oh yeah, here we go. FC Cincinnati, Chad Johnson, FC Cincinnati alumni competing in the soccer tournament at Natty SC, whatever that is. Yeah, that Natty SC was in the TST. Okay, gotcha. I'll be honest. Spelled out the soccer tournament and did not make the connection to TST. Well, I didn't watch TST. I only, I only very don't listen to our podcast. Don't watch TST. Gavin, do you know what Welcome to Wrexham is? I know what Welcome to Wrexham is. Come Have on. you ever watched Welcome to Wrexham? No. Okay. Have you ever watched Ted Lasso? No. Oh my gosh. You're you're like, you know, the Ben White uh, <laughs> of like soccer shows. I love soccer, un- but I don't watch soccer. <laughs> right. You love soccer, but don't watch soccer. And Ben White doesn't like to watch soccer and plays professionally, which is yeah. mind boggling. You, you and him, if you put you together would have the average fan in England of would like to play soccer and likes to watch soccer. Yeah. But here I am. Two halves of a soul. One day, Ben, one day. Good old old Benny Blanco. That's exactly what I was going to say. I feel like Ben White would love tequila. I say as though Jack Grealish does not exist. Right. Yeah. Who surely must love tequila. Hey, you want to talk some CCC really quick? Oh, I would love to talk some, some C triple C, C double C, some CCC, some high C. Yeah. Okay. A little bummed that we had two MLS teams um, come up against each other, but I get it because there's so many You're in the, about the draw. St. Louis, Houston. Yeah. I'm not bummed about it. Why? 
Gavin, do you know how much traveling these teams have to do already? Oh, yeah. Orlando City has the second most longest travel. Well, and here's the other side of it, Gavin. If fans want to go see CONCACAF Champions Cup, for some fans, an international trip just plainly isn't in the cards. Mm -hmm. Myself included. Right. I'm just saying, you can say you went and watched CONCACAF Champions Cup. It's a different kind of tournament. Well, there's a home leg. There's a home leg, yes, but you could make the away trip. You could say you saw both sides of it. That's true. You could. I will not be doing that, but some teams will. Look, I I won't be doing it either, but maybe that's because we play Cavalier in, you know, Kingston. Um, you guys should get the through long that. Trip. You should get through that. People thought Austin were going to get through yeah match, so come on oh anything can happen that's why they got to play the game gavin you know this yep oh my gosh i witnessed that sneeze gavin gesundheit i came out of nowhere i'm glad i i hit the mute button <laughs> i watched it happen in real time <laughs> unlike the sneeze that i sneezed with my mic on. extremely hot yeah <laughs> a hot mic and i sneezed like i just turned away and i think several houses down the street like i saw car alarms going off and everything for my sneeze but you so, know for gavin's sneeze uh, would you I'm, say you have hurricane force winds coming out of your sneeze gavin is, is that is that insensitive for possibly. florida people possibly uh extremely okay so there's only f- five mexico teams there should be more than that, but they probably also got buys into the round of 16. Oh, there's buys into the round there's of eight? buys. There's... Wait, where are you getting round of eight from? Well, the first round is round of 16. No, it's not. Oh, it's not. It's round of 32? You have the bracket for CONCACAF champions. I don't have the bracket. I just you. have the draw. Oh, my gosh. I just have the draw. You, but the draw is the bracket. No, it's Gavin. not the bracket. It's just the, oh, the team's... I... Show me your screen so that I oh, can I just see. I just oh my gosh! I bet you did. He's backtracking right now. Okay, oh okay. Gosh. Let me share my screen. Hold You're on. gonna pull Hold up on. something that's not what you were looking up at originally <laughs> either. I know this, Gavin. Oh my gosh! He's trying to backpedal. You all heard it. Wait, where'd it go? Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. 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 It was this one. It was this one. It was this oh, one. I bet. Mm-hmm. Look, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we've got some Vanny Sartini in the comments here. No, look, I'm serious. See, this is not this is not the bracket. Okay, but I, Gavin, I, would, I, would, I did see the let, bracket. Let's think about ahead. this for a second. Whoa! Oh my! Oh! Gosh, you're gonna get our. You're gonna get like, the entire podcast demonetized. I didn't realize. I didn't people. realize it was a video. Okay, now I'm gonna have to edit this in post. So we have Pachuca. Robin Hood. There's a team called Robin Hood. SV Robin Hood. Gavin, I would just like to notice if you could please read the title of um, the first round. Round one. Okay. And could you read the title of the round that comes after that? Round of 16. I rest my case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here the, uh, the here's... prosecution rests. Okay, we are guaranteed a team in the quarterfinals, to be fair, with this top of the bracket here. Right. Guaran- You're guaranteed the Columbus Guaran- crew. Guaranteed. That's a money-back guarantee, Gavin. Yeah. Uh, we're not guaranteed anywhere else, right? No. So, okay. Look, here's the thing, okay? I'll, okay, show, I'll no. show you what threw me off my rhythm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Once again, as always, Gavin, tell me your excuses. Yep. So I, I saw round of 16 right here. And then if you want to read, Gavin, if you could just read that whole sentence, please. I don't. If you I, could don't just humor me. I don't just humor me. I'll read it for you. The screen <laughs> says, which team will advance to the round of 16? I clearly didn't read it. Oh, my gosh. First, uh, you don't listen to our podcasts. You don't. <laughs> You don't read social media posts. Ay, 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 ay. Gavin, what, what's going on with you? Oh, no, no. Just all over the place. Okay. This has been good. Dessert. I guess we haven't even talked about any transfers yet. 
Right, no, we haven't, Gavin. We're still on free agents. Would you like to go back to talking We're about done free with free agents? agents. We're done. I talked about Don Dwyer. Are we done? Yeah. Are, are, we, are we done guys being dudes? We're, we're going to now guys being dudes with transfers instead? We're going to list names of people who have already transferred? Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, we can do some really quick ones, I think. Okay. So. Well, that tells me they're interesting. All right. I don't know how many quick transfers there are. Andrew Gutman, Miguel Navarro swap. Andrew Gutman is a very quick man. You are correct. That's a good <laughs> shout. Aaron Herrera and Juan swap. Between Gavin, you know, you know Juan. Is, who got the better end of that deal? Is it the team that got rid of Juan? Juan is not a bad player. Okay. He he's just really fast. That is it. <laughs> And teams have kind of figured that out, and he can't do much else. He is just very quick, and God bless him. If you can somehow unlock his ability to cross the ball, then you have a very good threat in your team. But he can't cross the ball. He can't find a player in the box. He can't really do much else. But since he's so fast, he's pretty good on defense because... Being fast on defense is actually a really good trait to have because you can cover the ground quickly. And even if you're positioned poorly, you can get to where you need to get to quickly. And then offensively, he's a threat, especially um, in the later stages of games when legs get tired. My favorite part about this description of Huan is how you led in by saying he's really fast, but he's not good at anything else. And then you're like, but he's pretty fast and that's good defensively. And then it's good offensively as well. And it's just like completely contradicting everything you just said. But it's just fast. Only fast. He doesn't have great mm-hmm. technique. He doesn't have great crossing. He's not um, good at like dribbling around a player. He can sometimes, but usually it's just kick and run. Right. And so he's just fast that he's fast. I so. see. I see. Uh, so who got the better end of that trade? Her, uh, DC. Okay. Right. I think Herrera is a more Solid. well-rounded player, even though he's not as fast. All I needed to hear there. Yeah. And then obviously Gutman and Navarro was between Colorado Rapids and Chicago. Right. Okay. Um, Jader O'Brien going to Austin. Cincinnati getting Kip Keller. I think that's a pretty good one. And... It- Here's the thing about Kip Keller. I don't think he's a player they're signing for now. Mm-hmm. I don't, Correct. He's, I don't know if he's even a player they're signing for next year. He should be. Is Kip Keller? He could he could play in a back three. He can play in a back three. You don't want Kip Keller being your back three starter, and you certainly don't well, want no. him being your first off the bench. Here's the thing. If but Cincinnati you guys, you guys didn't right. have a second off the bench for a back three. You guys we were playing. We had a second off the bench for a back three. The problem is they all just kept getting injured. Who's your ba- Who's your starting back three? In a perfect world, yes. I think going forward, um, next season will Miazga. be different. In a perfect world, it would have been Mascara, Miazga, and Hagland, and then you would have had. Murphy coming off the bench, and then you would have had either Gaddis or Powell coming off the bench. Gaddis and Powell back up, right backs, uh, right backs. Powell has historically been both right back and right center back, though, and looked really good at right center back during the playoffs. Kip Keller is another option that can play back there. Has MLS experience. He'll be fine. He... He'll be fine. I think he is your future Nick Hagland replacement, personally. Yeah. He's not going to start for you guys, for sure. Right. But he's a I, good option to have in the squad. I think this is a really shrewd piece of business by Cincinnati. I, I just, I don't think it's the, I don't think it's the, like, I don't think it's the move that the team needs right now, so to speak. I, I think it's, you know, maybe it's just like a piece of business they did along the way. But yeah. There's yeah. so many starters to replace, like. I don't know. I, I feel like that's where Cincinnati needs to be focusing its attentions right now. Like I, I have a hard time appreciating depth pieces when right now your depth pieces are looking like they're going to be starters because you don't have anyone signed. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, Atlanta signed American goalkeeper Josh Cohen. 
a mm-hmm. highly rated American goalkeeper who was playing in, I want to say, Israel. Um, that sounds right. I think he was playing for Maccabi. Maccabi Haifa. Yeah. Um, fun Where's fact. Any safe play. If, if um, I don't know, if Orlando City lost Galese a couple seasons ago when we might have before signing him to a new contract, uh, we would have been going after Josh Cohen. He was our uh, he was our number one target, but we didn't go after him because we kept Galese. So fun fact of the day. Uh, Orlando City did fully acquire Wilder Cartagena, one of the best midfielders in the league last season. Let's see what else we got here. Emil Forsberg. Mm. Good signing. Have you noticed that since the new uh, nominal boss of New York Red Bulls has come in, they've got rid of like all these iconic Red Bulls, like players that you think of, like those guys are like, you know, that's a Red Bulls player. Yeah, that, that like that's a Red Bulls player like Yearwood gone. Hmm. And who who else? There there was another one actually announced today too, right? Um uh did they lose their striker? Did they trade their striker that would always get like two their, goals a season? What's their striker? Well, which, which one is that? They've got a lot of those. I know. Not none of their strikers really score goals. The American the American one. Uh hold on, hold on. I'm looking it up myself. Yeah. We're both looking at it. That's good. What is his name? As soon as I see it, I'll be like, yep, that's him. I knew how I'm thinking of. I know who I'm thinking of. Tom Barlow. Mm. He's at Chicago. Yep. He's a very Red Bulls player. That's a very Red Bulls player. You're right. Uh, I think four goals a season, though. It's the better quantification there. Oh, yeah, you got me. Four goals this season. Four goals. Four whole goals. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I Man, mean, should be out there playing golf, shouting four. <laughs> Who else did lose? Tom Edwards? No, no, that was last season. Yeah, I. Red Bulls is gonna be very interesting. If I'm being honest, I if they do enough of a roster turnover, and it, it seems like they just keep trading away all these players that you know are solid. Red Bulls, iconic type players who are like, they work hard, but they're not huge impact guys. And they're going to keep getting gam for them. Good on them. Uh, yep. They're going to be A-OK. Yep, absolutely. But, but I have no idea how they're going to look this coming year. I No clue. Anyways, Emil Forsberg, back right. to the Emil player Forsberg. himself. He's had a right. great career over in Europe, coming over mm-hmm. to... America, I think this is a really good signing. Um, he's not old. Uh, he's only 32, so he's got some solid years left in him. Only 32. I, I Come on. Interesting. He's going to be fine for like three or four seasons in MLS. Is he in yes. the Red Bull system? Yes. He's been playing the Red Bull system for quite a while now. I guess <laughs> he's that's, been at that's true. He he, I guess that you're right on that. He did come from RB Leipzig. Yeah. Is this the first like internal, like big internal RB transfer we've seen in a while? Mm-hmm. Inwards, at least. They had. Um... No, I was thinking of Brendan Aronson. Never mind. Going to Salzburg. Who was yeah. the um, King Clark? He went King internally. Clark, yeah. He went to Salzburg, right? Mm-hmm. And now he's going yep, to Minnesota was... this year. That was in 2021, Caden Clark. Yep. And look at that. Didn't pan out in the Did Red Bull system. The shame. I did read while I was reading through the rules, trying to find the salary um, thing. I found something interesting, actually. So we're going to jump over to that now. Because we were just talking about this. Let me find it. Uh, related party transactions. There's a key call out in the rules on this. All terms of any arrangements among an MLS club, a related party club, and a player to be signed to MLS shall be fully disclosed to the league. A play that makes sense. You have to disclose to the league that you're signing a player. So that's a 
worthless right. statement. Uh, mm-hmm. Low hanging fruit. <laughs> a player joining an MLS club from a related party club will calculate his salary budget charge based on the compensation he is receiving from his related party club contract and any acquisition fees associated with his signing. I wait, hold on. Does that take into account loans? I think so. Yeah. The league. Nice. Love it. The league will make a final determination in its sole discretion as to the salary budget charge of of such a player. So if, if Tati Castellanos gets, because Tati Castellanos is at a club owned by CFG. So if he gets loaned back to MLS, then we're using the contract of his his contract at wherever he is, Real something or where is he? Katafe. Is he at Katafe? I don't. I thought he was at Girona recently. Hold on. Oh, maybe he's Girona. He's at some random Spanish club. Um. Pati Castellanos is. Is it Girona? Uh, hold on. I was I'm thinking like Real Valladolid. Look, it's harder to figure out how. Can, know, how does it not just pop up on his Wikipedia? No, but here's the thing: it it doesn't do that. Um, current team Lazio. He's on Lazio. Lazio, yeah. What? When did he move? Serie A club Lazio. There you go. Is he playing for that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I it says right here, current team. No, like, is he playing? He, is he getting minutes? Uh, well, he's had seven appearances and one goal. He's played five minutes, five games. Oh, he's played five games in the Champions League, but he isn't starting. I didn't know that. But it's a Serie A team. You were right. It was Girona. Well, I'd look. Or Girona, or however they say it. But he was there on loan, though. Right. But anyways, back to related parties. If I don't know of another team, if ML Forsberg was loaned, they would use his contract. So maybe that's why teams don't do it. Maybe. So, it's hard to say. So I don't know question. why teams don't do it because no one does it. No one does it. And no one does it. I would have to ask someone who is an expert on that. Forsberg is a really good pickup. I think I'm excited to watch it. Yes. Uh, I am always that, in favor of the league getting better from a quality standpoint. Yeah. Other than that, um, Orlando City sold Antonio Carlos center back to Fluminense, Fluminense in Brazil. Um, so big loss for Orlando City there. I think that's the major ones in terms of names we know. There's been a couple signings like... I saw a center back being signed by someone, maybe Philadelphia. I have no con- content on that one whatsoever. I lost That's where it was, but yeah. No worries. Cool. Well, we got you through another week. We got, uh, did we get ourselves through another week? I mean, this is, oh, I'm talking about the listeners, we're recording you. Oh, well, we're, look, we're recording this Monday night. I mean, by the time we put this out, right, like something huge could have happened. Could you imagine, Gavin? MLS and we... re-enters U.S. Open Cup. Yeah, I would love for that to be like, you know, I'm going to be mid-editing this episode and it's going to be like Tuesday at, you know, 4.30, 5 p.m. MLS does this and I'm going to be editing the episode at 6 and you're going to text me at like 7 and be like, did you see the news? And I'll be like, what are you talking about? And you'll be like, we have to re-record the whole episode. And I'll be like, no, that's not happening. Well, maybe we can end on this. Did you see the independent supporter council thing? Oh yeah. They said they hate it. They said they urge MLS. Earlier today, executives from MLS met with leaders of the independent supporters council and supporters groups or the Portland Timbers and Seattle Sounders FC to discuss the MLS fan code of conduct. Oh, this is something completely different. Well, why did oh, it not well, pop you, up? Gavin. Thank you. <sighs> and here I was thinking they were talking about the fan code of conduct with LAFC with a three two five two. I told you that they were going to get punished for that. I, Gavin, I was shocked that they got punished, but I'm also actually not that shocked because MLS no. hates fun. So yeah, which is why they did not increase roster spend. So, I saw so much about the Independent Supporter Council. Why is 
Why is nothing popping up? Did I spell something wrong? Have you considered that maybe you just dreamed it, Gavin? No, because you, like, you a agreed. Fever dream last night? You agreed. Gavin, I agree with a lot of things you say without really thinking about You're it. Gaslighting Sometimes it's easier. You're gaslighting me. Gavin, you don't even know what gaslighting is. Anyways, did you see Alexi Lalas's post? Who's that? Anyways, the USSF Professional <laughs> League standards are requirements for divisional sanctioning, Division 1, Division 2, Division 3, of U.S. Outdoor Pro Soccer Leagues. This is the D1 clause that will be argued about regarding D1 teams not participating in the Open Cup. And it states here, highlighted, U.S.-based teams must participate in all representative U.S. soccer and CONCACAF competitions for which they are eligible. So technically... When was this post? Uh, this was today at 11.33 a.m. See, now if you read the group chat, you would have seen that I posted this segment. Gavin, look at this. <laughs> the, the number of strikes against Gavin on this episode does not listen to our own podcast. Uh, does not read tweets. Um, just in general. Uh, doesn't read the group chat where we talked about this days ago. Actually, I think this came out on the night that we were talking about it, Gavin, like on the night that U.S. Open Cup news came out. So this is like three days old now. I so I, I got to I got a snail you on this one, Gavin. You got me getting a snail. Yeah. So you already brought that it's up a, in it's the a episode. regulation snailing. It's been brought up in two different episodes, Gavin, but I'm glad you brought it up in this one because it never hurts to repeat this because really it, it is a travesty. But what, what's the real travesty here, Gavin? Is it MLS pulling out of the U.S. Open Cup, or is it that you hate our own podcast? I mean, what, what what's the real travesty here? Yeah, I guess I hate the podcast. Yeah. It is what it is. I think that's what it is. Here it is. Okay. Should I read this entire statement from the Independence Forest Council? Absolutely not, Gavin. Okay. Give me a summary. Give me a TLDR. I am not an AI engine. You're going to have to give me a second. Well, copy and paste TL- it into TLDR. TLDR. We urge MLS to reconsider its position for the sake of the sport's integrity and its fans. Now, was that so hard? Yes. Took oh, a lot of reading. Okay. Well, Gavin, I look, I appreciate you committing to so much more reading than what you would normally be comfortable with doing. For that, I appreciate you. I read a lot and on a daily basis. The listeners, we appreciate you as well for bearing with us on this really weird episode that I, I honestly I blame Gavin for, for being honest. I I think Gavin was the one driving this format. And what so did if I you do? Loved this format. Please reach out to us. Let us know. Give us some feedback. You can find us on social media at MLS Now Podcast. Remember, if you loved this format, uh, please you know attribute all credit to uh, me on social media at Mister Dangerous. If you hated this format, you can find Gavin at. Lions blog one on social media listeners. Thank you very much, Gavin. Thank you very much as always. Until next time. Till next time.